0: Olympopod, Olympopod! It's olympopod day! Admittedly, every day has been Olympopod day of late, but it doesn't make it any less exciting. Welcome to Olympopod Tokyo 2020 day twelve. Hi Chris.
1: Wow. (laughs) Did you take some ammonia just before this? Very excited.
0: I am very excited. I've had such a last like 18 hours of Olympics.
1: I'm ready to, to begin this podcast by addressing something at the end of the last one. And one of our best listeners, Don Whelan, mentioned on Twitter about me giving one of the best parting shots of all time by claiming that I had not, in fact, watched any of the weightlifting so far at these games. That has now changed.
0: <gasps> Chris, you tuned in for one of the best.
1: The men's super heavyweight or whatever... I. <laughs> Yeah, or just heavyweight.
0: Yes, George's gentle giant, Lasha Talakadze. He set an Olympic record in the snatch. Then another. Then he lifted the world record like it was nothing. The entire uh, stadium went wild. All of the people with uh, passes for the um, event seemed to have got in. Uh, then it went on to the clean and jerk. He set a world record there. And uh, yeah, 265 with a combination Of four eight eight, it's a new world record, and he's tipped to be the first man to reach five hundred combined. Oh, he made it look easy.
1: He did, and uh, I think it's actually quite nice that only the only people in the arena were those who also know weightlifting because they got hyper excited when they saw his attempted weights being put up even before they happened. They were like, "Oh my god, he's going to break the world record!" And he did. He made it look so easy, and he's actually seems to be in like a different level compared to everyone else. They're just like a bunch of children in comparison to them. What makes them so good, Ruth?
0: I wouldn't like to say. But um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a way for uh, weightlifting to bow out of the Olympics forever.
0: Chris, stop it. Yeah, um, I got the shock of my life this morning, as you well know, because you received a live text commentary of my shock being played out. But yes, weightlifting. Bastion of the Olympic schedule and sport of my heart is in trouble. The IOC is not happy with the IWF. Um, Already, weightlifting has seen its quota for athletes reduced from 260 in Rio to 196 here in Tokyo. And in Paris, Chris, 120. And there is even question marks is it going to stay in the Olympic schedule? Now, I've had a little look into it. It all boils down to a couple of iffy characters, um, a reluctance from some nations to oust corrupt officials, the general historic prevalence of enhancement, a couple of briefcases allegedly stuffed with cash. But I'm going on record, Chris, as saying I will not stand for this. The Olympopod will not stand for this.
1: Half of the Olympopod will not stand for this.
0: That sounds like a, like the ending of the olympopod if if, if weightlifting if, <laughs> if weightlifting is ousted there is no olympopod
1: well that, it's a good thing that the olympopod is all about looking back on historical olympics right yeah <laughs> so we can but, look back at joy at this prehistoric event so.
0: yeah but the, the whole point of the olympopod as well is that we want interesting stories from the olympics so hmm. you know it would be it would be cruel to take it out for future True. olympopod historians
1: Fair, fair. Okay, I'll I'll stand with you for now. <laughs>
0: Thank so, you, what else happened? <laughs> well, if it does get ousted, um, I have found a new favorite sport. <laughs> and it probably goes against everything I've said in the last couple of days. But there truly is nothing more ridiculous while simultaneously just so athletic and difficult. As artistic swimming oh, It's rougher than water polo, Chris In fact, I just read before we just started recording That um, there's a real issue with uh, concussions in artistic swimming And in an Olympic qualifier event, I think like a month ago One of the Americans actually passed out at the end of her routine And the coach had to dive in and fish her out She's competing here though, so she's fine
1: I mean that that bit doesn't surprise me when you see like you know they're they're quite literally underwater upside down doing things for an incredibly long amount of time. But what what's the rough part of it?
0: Um, it's that.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you meant like people beating each other up like underwater teams sabotaging each other as routines. Not stuff. in
0: front of the cameras, no. Yeah. But no, last yeah. night in the house we tried to recreate some of the moves, and that was perched on a couch, not in water, mm. and we failed miserably. They are so athletic, Chris. Like, they are so strong. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: is there a mixed one now? There isn't. Because there, I know there... There are, isn't. Oh, really? But... Oh, only... Because I know it was introduced at the World Championships a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Mixed, synchronized swimming. Also, is it not called synchronized swimming anymore? No, it's
0: artistic swimming now.
1: Now. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's the same thing. just a new Certainly
0: game. in okay. my day, it was synchronized swimming. But yeah, it seems to be artistic right. swimming now to go in with the artistic gymnastics, that kind of genre. Um, okay. It is ridiculous. No one is saying otherwise. Um, there was one routine supposedly inspired by possessed dolls, um, another about the evolution of robots, yeah. another again about sharks, which seems a touchy subject, one would think. And the winners were inspired by spiders. Svetlana Romanchina won her sixth gold today, Chris, and has drawn comparisons from Those in the Know to Usain Bolt. Of artistic swimming. Um, And she has a very good chance of winning a seventh in the team event on Saturday. All the winning comes at a price, though. Uh, She doesn't get to see her four-year-old daughter much because she lives on a Russian training camp where she trains eight hours a day. But that's what it takes to be an artistic swimming champ.
1: And chances are, much like the pole vault, how do you get into artistic swimming? Your parents are. And so her daughter will learn the lessons of what it takes and then also become an artistic swimmer. Well,
0: actually, I read a interview and she says that she doesn't think her daughter will become uh, an artistic uh, no. swimmer, but that she thinks maybe she could become a tennis player like Serena Williams. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, look, <laughs> chances of... I think if you want to be in the Olympics, you should probably focus on being an artistic swimmer. Chances of being one of those, I think, are much higher than qualifying as a tennis player.
0: Hmm. We'll see.
1: If we're being real about it. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So Chris, yeah, okay. I, now the one thing I'm worried about because I feel like up till now I've only ever watched the team event where I think there's six or seven of them in the water, maybe more, I don't know. And it just gets a bit splashy. So I've never really appreciated it before. So I think you should go back and watch some on demand duets.
1: We'll do. And come back and come
0: back to us tomorrow with your impressions. Okay. What did you watch today, Chris?
1: Watch more handball because there's the women's quarterfinals today, and that was very entertaining. Norway are through to the semi finals, and they're going to face the Russian Olympic Committee, the not, but at the same time, still very much are reigning champions because the players are the same. And uh, France are back into life, and they're going to face off against Sweden, who've been very impressive in the other semi final. Do watch handball. As I said, it's on every single day, but the days are getting smaller and smaller. It's so tragic. (laughs) So, uh, also, track and field I watched, and we talked about the men's 400-meter hurdles yesterday. The women's 400-meter hurdles, just as phenomenal. This is the Olympics of the 400-meter hurdles. Who would have thunk it?
0: Yeah, I can't believe I said a few days ago that had we reached the... Peak of human athleticism. Surely not. Pa,
1: pa. Sydney <laughs> McLaughlin would argue with you, and she did. She let her feet do the talking, breaking the world record by almost half a second, uh, winning the race in 51.46 seconds. And just like yesterday, the silver medal winner also beat the previous world record, as Delilah Mohammed finished in second place. And then Femke Ball from the Netherlands, who I was really excited about seeing, finished in third place. And she was just over a hundredth of a second outside the record. So very, very similar circumstances. And yeah, brilliant stuff in the women's 400 meter hurdles. Also on track and field, the decathlon and heptathlon started today. And first of all, in the decathlon, Damian Warner, what a talent he is. He's absolutely smashing it in the decathlon. And I don't know what's going to stop him from winning that. He ran 10.12 in the 100 meters and then uh, 8.24 meters in the long jump, which I think would have been good enough for a bronze medal.
0: Yeah, a bronze medal. (laughs) Which is
1: absolutely phenomenal.
0: And his 100 meter would have got him into the final. Like, it's incredible. I think, like... I. I suppose one of the things that goes against the decathlon is the fact that you have to be invested in it for two days. Yeah. You know, with other events, you can just kind of dip in and out. Um, but these guys and the heptathlon girls, like... It's just incredible their strength over so many different disciplines. It's incredible, Chris. Yeah, they should be superheroes. They should like we should be talking about these guys' names all the time.
1: Well, we do in the Pod, and we've actually said that they deserve more credit. And for some reason nowadays, don't get enough credit. So yeah. yes, we we at the Olympopod, officially multi-discipline fans, and on Huge that,
0: multi-discipline fans,
1: really sad. Really sad to have seen Katharina Johnson-Thompson limp out of the heptathlon on the women's side. I think she was probably in with a very good chance of winning. She was the uh, world champion in 2019 and she was suffering with Achilles issues and in the 200 meters uh, stopped halfway through where Achilles seemed to go. Uh, She managed to to finish the race, but I think her Olympic dream for this year is over, which is really sad. Uh, One more thing. I really liked on the track and I've been following is Sifan Hassan from the Netherlands. What a hero she is. She had her 1,500 meters semi-final today, looking to complete an unprecedented 1,500 meters, 5,000, and 10,000 meters treble. Already has one gold. And in the heats of the 1,500 meters in the final lap, she fell over, managed to get up catch up with the rest of the pack and win that heat had no such trouble today but a brilliant athlete and the other day i saw uh, a fun quote from her on the bbc where she said without coffee i would never be olympic champion and she credited uh, coffee being the thing that managed to keep her going after falling and then coming back into the 1500 meters and then later that day the 5000 meters
0: Somebody is getting a huge sponsorship yeah, deal. After coffee these brands, members. get
1: on that. Uh, Sifan Hassan, brilliant athlete.
0: <laughs> well, talking about multi sport events, I recently discovered two new ones. This is completely off topic, mm. but that's what we do best. The military pentathlon, it's shooting 200 meters, grand, no bother. Uh, but you do have to do 10 shots for 10 minutes and rapid fire another 10 shots in one minute. Obstacle running, fantastic. And like there's also a beam, I think, and other stuff, so that's great. Obstacle swimming, which we have talked about a lot. We want obstacle uh, swimming. Throwing, which includes inactive grenades. And we have talked about <laughs> grenade throwing on this Olympopod because it made an appearance.
1: Not in an Olympics, in one of the interwar games. Yeah. Which was on the pod, so it qualifies.
0: <laughs> it qualifies. And then cross-country running, fantastic. All great. We should see that because we love multi-sport events. But Ruth... But then there's another one, but then there's another one, Chris, okay, called aeronautical pentathlon, which is only played in the military world games, which includes six events. What?
1: Okay. No.
0: Shooting. Fe- <laughs> sh- sh- Shut <laughs> up. Listen. Shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> <Shushing. laughs> Fencing. Orienteering. Obstacle course. Swimming. Chris, can you guess the six? Oh, it's a so it says aeronautical, so it's for people who are, you know, aeronautical what, 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 soldiers. Can you take me
1: through the? Can you take me through through the first five again, quickly?
0: The first five of the pentathlon. Yeah. I can, Chris. Shooting, fencing, orienteering, obstacle course, swimming, and just to just to clarify, the idea is to prepare air force officers for evading enemy soldiers.
1: Is it flying?
0: No, Chris. It's basketball skills. <laughs> It began in 1948, and Sweden has currently the most titles in the Military Aeronautical Pentathlon World Championships. Okay,
1: Ruth, the modern pentathlon is supposed to be the military pentathlon. Mm. That was the whole point of it. Mm. That's why it was brought... they were all military officers in the modern pentathlon. Why have they gone and made a new military pentathlon when there's already the modern pentathlon? Well, okay,
0: Chris, I hear you. I hear you. But then again, in the original, like modern games the dressage was meant to be just for the military too so i don't know chris mm. things change okay. and obviously soldiers of today are looking and they're going "Nah, we need more obstacles which i fully approve of i think there needs to be and more obstacles. basketball
1: skills basketball
0: skills you need them when you're flying <sighs> planes
1: yeah bruce springsteen's daughter is competing in the olympics
0: is she I mean, Bruce Springsteen is constantly in the Olympics in the dressage, as I just a sport I just mentioned. But anyway, go on. What's she doing? Is she dressage?
1: She is in equestrian. Okay. Not quite in the dressage, I believe. Yeah, uh, Jessica Springsteen, daughter of Bruce Springsteen and Patty Scialfa, show jumping champion rider, who is representing the USA. Hmm. Bloody hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, she's uh, competing uh, for the USA. Okay. Yeah, that's all I have to say on that.
0: Well, I've got more to say about the equestrianism. Go on. Because today, Ashley Bond, representing Israel, placed 11th with five faults, riding Donatello, one for one, in the individual jumping event. And I know what you're thinking, Chris. Why am I mentioning her? Well, because her father is Steve Bond, who played a 13-year-old missing and I quote, Jungle Boy, in the 1968 classic, Tarzan and the Jungle Boy.
1: Oh my
0: God! Making Ashley Bond officially the fifth Olympian on this Olympopod to be mentioned in connection with Tarzan. After five-time Olympic ch- swimming champion Johnny Weissmuller, Paris 1924, Amsterdam 1928, two-time Hammer champion Pat O'Callaghan, Amsterdam, nineteen twenty-eight, but specifically here, LA, nineteen thirty-two. The LA, nineteen thirty-two, four hundred meter freestyle champion, Buster Crab, and the silver medalist at the nineteen twenty-eight games, shot putter Herman Bricks. Chris fifth outside the medals, but valiant effort from Ashley there and Donatello, one for one.
1: Well, what about Steve Bond? Well, what are what are his athletic uh, credentials? None. In order to have got into Tarzan,
0: uh, he was a boy. Mm. Yeah, he was a thirteen-year-old, and there was no skateboarding.
1: They've really, then. they've really, uh, they really let their standards slip.
0: Huh? Uh, uh. Those, but who knew, film producers. who knew when we began the Olympopod that we would be talking about Tarzan quite so much? Uh,
1: not me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we were talking about the show jumping, and uh, in the individual final, it was won by uh, Great Britain after a jump off in which three Swedes were there among the six and only one of them got a medal in the silver uh, which is a pity
0: Three, Chris, three Swedish jumpers, only one medal Shocking, shocking
1: Yeah, but look, you know I I guess they'll just have to go in in the team event and uh, put it in that kind of form again and win gold
0: Yeah, they were were quite unsurpassed um, and it was a very, very difficult course so a fair play to everyone who got down towards that bottom including our ashley bond Hmm. what uh what else you got so long-time listener james has alerted me to a story developing in Chile.
1: are you talking about long-time listener and one-time guest
0: yes i am two-time guest because that particular episode went over onto two episodes
1: sure did
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> but on Sunday, the Twitter account, Out of Context Chile, posted a picture of Irish hurdler Sarah Lavin without any context. This led to Lavin asking Twitter for some context. And context came from Athaliou Alonso, who explained, Hokim Lavin was a presidential candidate the last few years he campaigned by appearing every day on morning shows. Even in his advertisements, he made jokes about appearing everywhere a lot. This is why it's so funny to see Lavin at the Olympics.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I saw this a couple of days ago as well. Brilliant. And somebody replied to it with like a photoshopped presidential candidate Lavin on Sarah Lavin's body as well. So yeah, she's become famous in Chile. Didn't qualify from her heat, but she's famous in Chile. So look, every, every cloud.
0: Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, stuff that doesn't really translate over different cultures, um, Denmark and their <laughs> cycling because their federation, the federation that looks after cycling is called DCU. Oh. And Yeah, and there's a university in Dublin, also called DCU, and they have very similar logos, so much so that on the first day uh, in the velodrome, I was looking at their outfits I was going, wait, I'm sorry, Dublin City University sponsors Denmark? Anyway, they don't, just uh, not that much you can do with the three letters, DCU.
1: Okay, I have to look at this now.
0: Yeah finally chris though to stay with the velodrome danmark cyclonon it was a tragic <laughs> yeah sticking with the velodrome today i had my heart broken i oh, know i have had my dreams slashed i expressed yesterday my wish that one day i could be a long jump flag official now that dream is still within my grasp but another one that has been far more long standing has gone because I have always been a fan of the velodrome journey. Mm. Which is the which is the little, like, really loud electronic or motor. I think it's probably motor, given the amount yeah. of sounds coming out of it. Bicycle that sets the pace for the carrying. And they've got it rid of it. No! It's now an electric bike. No way! A, yeah, a it's this... an electric bike. Wait a second.
1: So, okay, but th- th- this the velodrome at these games... Are being held at the Kieran School where the Kieran comes from in Japan and they didn't hold on to the traditional bike.
0: Chris, it's gone from Kieran's everywhere. This is just the start of it.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: It's all about the electric bikes now. It, I, this is a shocking. Well, like a development motorbike. And, no, like an electric bike, and it goes slower.
1: Oh. Yeah. go
0: slower than a journey because supposedly the riders were saying it was too fast or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous, Chris. Bring back the journey. Oh
1: my god. Yeah, it's sad. That is sad.
0: Okay, Chris, I suppose we should wrap this up. Anything you're looking forward to tomorrow? semi Okay, well, obviously you're yeah, semi-finals, but obviously you're going to be looking at the artistic swimming.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I because d- you're
0: going to be asked about it tomorrow.
1: Uh, That's the thing. I'm not sure I can join tomorrow. I'm
0: getting vaccinated. I
1: think it might be time for uh, everyone's second favorite format of the Olympic pod. The Ruth monologues.
0: Okay. So tomorrow it should be a Ruth monologue. We won't warn people of that because they might not tune in. (laughs) 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 Okay anyway oh chris chris you said that today you were going to watch some of the climbing did you no oh okay
1: i will i will i will watch it though
0: so chris oh
1: no sorry i did watch some of the i did watch some of the speed climbing yeah i watched about three heats of the speed climbing. so you
0: watched 30 seconds of speed climbing
1: yes and i saw somebody go just under seven seconds uh, which is really good. But it's beca- it's very clear that you know you have these people who are just not specialists doing it, and it's really painful for them. I mean, just let the people do what they're good at. I mean, you, you, you had a very good quote a couple of days ago in one of your monologue pods, and it's so true. I mean, just let these... What's the big deal? Just have three different competitions. So
0: in Paris, it's going to be two. It's going to be one for speed climbing and then the other is going to be the lead and the boulder.
1: Oh, together is one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense because they're just completely different things. Yeah, they are. Tomorrow, I'm looking forward to semifinals in the men's handball. We've got the end of the decathlon and heptathlon in the uh, track and field. Also, the men's 400 meter final which is always very entertaining.
0: Yeah. Um, who's in the semifinals tomorrow, Chris?
1: <laughs> of the handball. Yeah. Oh, it's Denmark against Spain. and Go De-
0: Denmark, official country of Olympopod. Woo, woo, woo.
1: Yeah, Denmark, who are the favorites for gold, facing the wily old foxes I mentioned before of Spain. And then... France against Egypt. Egypt mm-hmm. looking to become the first uh, team from outside of Europe to get, get a medal since South Korea's women got bronze mm-hmm. in 2008. Uh, they were amazing. Let's do but it. I'm
0: hearing that uh, we need to have our eyes on America for LA 1928. Anyway, so what I'm looking forward to, Chris, <laughs> is... I'm actually not sure. I haven't looked. Climbing, I suppose. Is it still more climbing? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll watch a bit more climbing. Uh, yeah, obviously, the Catalan... And we'll see how the mood takes me. I mean, I said I was looking forward to a lot of stuff yesterday and then I ended up watching four hours of artistic swimming. So who knows what's going to happen tonight?
1: Maybe some marathon swimming.
0: Absolutely not, Chris. I'm going to guarantee that right here, right now, I am not getting into marathon swimming.
1: Excellent. Goodbye.
0: Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye, marathon swimmers. Bye.
1: You can't leave this in.